that is the Gold Cup hero. Two of the most admirable chasers you could possibly wish to see. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk and of course fans bet all the way through the National Hunt season 21-22. It's myself Dean Ryan and Demo Nolan is here. Hello Dino. Their voices are a bit croaky Demo. They most certainly are. Uh, <laughs> Not from shouting winners as I keep saying. <laughs> Although thank God Stephen gave us a bit of a roar today which was great. But, I did. Uh, but yeah no I was meeting so many people and everything. It really was a glorious four days, wasn't it? Yeah, I must give a shout out to a few of them, actually. Ravi, who we caught up with today. The first time I've met him, he's been a Race Hour listener forever. Yeah. Literally forever. And a really good guy. Always yeah. seems an absolute gent, and we confirmed that today. Delighted to catch up with him. Also, must give a shout to a couple of your uh, Kerry men, Cara Savine men. Cara Savine, yeah. Well, Connor Quirk and Ian Casey, we'd, uh, we had a great two days with them. They were enjoying themselves, it's fair to say. They were enjoying themselves, as, uh, well, thousands of people were at the Cheltenham Festival. Day four is done and dusted. The Cheltenham Festival 2022 is over. Let's have a quick review, uh, Demo. Vauban, um, well, actually, the Irish were way too good in the first, but Vauban is a little bit clear of uh, Phil Dorr and Pied Piper. Yeah, he did it comfortably in the end. He could well be a proper champion hurdle contender because those front three look very good. Um, so Vauban is definitely interested next season but that was a brilliant performance really really good it would be fun if uh, Constitution Hill Vauban and Honeysuckle all go for a champion hurdle that will be fun indeed um, they've got eyes on the Melbourne Cup though I think yeah yeah of course they do he's bought for more than just this there'll be a bit really of flat action yeah. yeah of yeah. course so there will be. imagine Royal Ascot and everything else so yeah no he's a uh, He's extremely interesting, and just the way he he missed the last and still powered home. He's a, I missed I missed one early on as well. He just he just is an is an equine athlete. Yeah, he just no, is a bit of a machine. He's superb. He yeah. Really is. Um. Now we're starting to get a little bit exciting, and it looked very simple the Friday uh, when State Man went in and dotted up in the county, and he did dot up. He got a very similar ride to. Yeah, absolutely brilliant ride from Paul Towner. But look, he was just miles clear. Uh, wouldn't surprise me to see this horse go very well in a Grade One at the likes of Winchester Festival. He was going to be a supreme horse for them. At, yeah, at one yeah, stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so look, we we'd shout about him for a long time in this podcast. So that uh, that took about four fifths of my death away for the week, which was um, well needed. Um, so yeah, no, it was absolutely fantastic to get to. Uh, Cheer one home, dude. Four fifths back is better than adding a sixth. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, fair 100%. enough. State man did the job. First street back in second. Colonel must have run a big race for Lorna Fowler and West Cork for Harry Skelton and Dan Skelton, who are going to go on and have an okay day, but oh, they'll be thinking what might have been. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's get on to the Albert Bartlett. Uh, good luck with the front three there, Damo. Um, you could have given me probably, I don't know how many runners were there in the race, 16. You could have given me 15 picks. I wouldn't have picked the winner, I don't think. Yeah, I fell for Paddy Aspel because I was his nap of the whole week. Um... Manella Kakuna. Yeah, ran an absolute blinder. Really good race. Uh, but just as I thought, because I loved him at Leperstown, just doesn't quite see out the three miles just yet. But look, Statler did this last year and he definitely does now. So there is the potential there. He He's just a bit free and easy and it uh, it cost him late on. But the winner was absolutely excellent. Brilliant ride from Sean O'Keefe. Brilliant for him. And uh, yeah, really just a very interesting race. I thought Chantreuse was, was, was really travelling very well too out. I got very giddy because you know, we put him up at 40 to 1 in this podcast. But uh, yeah, just wasn't good enough for, for the front tree. Yep, fair enough. The nice guy was your winner, eighteen to one for Willie Mullins and Sean O'Keefe. Minella Kakuna, massive run in second. Actually, it didn't all go to plan, even though they had a bit of the front end there at nine to two. And Barnstown Loud, I give a shout out to Brian Hayes. I've been chatting to all week, of course, for bookmakers.com. Uh, it was sweet on the each way chance of that one. It did come third at twenty to one. Then we got on to the Gold Cup. Um, now, 
need a little pause for that, I think, because what we saw was a performance from the very, very top end from A Plutard, A Plutard, A Plus Tard, as Mikey Fogarty talk, calls him, and uh, and Rachel Blackmore. She got it all right this time round. She nailed it. Um, I, I, there's people online criticizing uh, Robbie Power. I, I really wasn't unhappy with it. Uh, I thought that kind of he could have done with a stronger pace, but he hit the front, traveling very well. And um, he just got beaten by a horse that was just just flying this day. And I, I just think the two of them are they're, they're like a Henry de Bromhead's version of kind of Demon and Cato, you know. Uh, they are now. April Tard has won a grade one over two miles. And now he's gone up to the Gold Trup, Cup trip. And when the pace maybe next season is strong again, you could see that form being turned around. I was very proud of Nelly Lindo. He most certainly has not gone at the game as a... The good for people on Twitter were saying he ran an absolute screamer, but Did. the performance we saw was an absolute screamer. Yeah, yeah and uh, you know you can criticise Robbie Power if you want, and maybe he went too soon. He's been beaten fifteen lengths. I don't yes. know whether any little tweak of the tactics will make much difference. Aplutard has come through and proved uh, superior this time round uh, when it wasn't so last year. And you know horses can develop and uh, and grow. And Rachel just got everything right on the day to come through and absolutely slam the massive run from Protector out in third. Um, I was very pleased with that. We had to go wide quite a long way. Didn't jump maybe with the fluency that perhaps he can, but this was the first time in, in big school company. Yeah. And, it, and he ran a massive race. Huge race, as did Galvin actually in fourth as well. He, he just, uh, he's probably just not up to the, the front three maybe, but again, a stronger pace. I said, the likes of a Galvin comes into that race an awful lot more. He, he, just could, he, he just couldn't get to them at all. There's always been a little bit of a class angle with Galvin and maybe that told in a Gold Cup. I, mean, I could be wrong. But, yeah, yeah, you know, no, definitely. I think, April Tower definitely proved today anyway that that run at Christmas wasn't his his running. Exactly, um, yeah. Henry Roman's horses yeah. were just, they weren't right. And how close that he went to winning that day probably does tell us where they are. But it just, the stars aligned for April Tower and uh, Rachel Blackmore, who's, who, who is the best thing to happen in racing because the, the buzz there. What race racing. hasn't she won in the last 12 months? God, she owns God. them all, doesn't she? National, Gold Cup, Champion, Champion Chase is the one that gets away from the stairs hurdle, obviously, but... Henry wouldn't be training many stairs hurdles horses, you wouldn't imagine. Henry will find a one for the jump yeah, chase, yeah, I think, probably, because yeah. that's his game. Yeah, yeah. So, no, look, it's just class. And Henry de Bromwell had had a frustrating week, really. Um, he had his three winners, of course, and Bob Ollinger. He, he was blessed to win with him. Yeah, they'll but take all, Bob, but the champion hurdle in the Gold Cup, they go home with the, the, the trophies. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. But the, the rest of the horses ran really well without just landing that blow laid on. And through no fault of any jockey or anything else, they, they just weren't... Uh, uh, in luck all round. So, sure. finish the week with three winners, that's unreal. Yep. And uh, if you were listening to our preview yesterday, we only talked about four horses. They were first, second, third, and fourth. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take that. Um, okay, move on to the Fox Hunters. Uh, one of the races I've actually you know, normally kind of skip and not too bothered about. It's one of the most enjoyable to watch. I wasn't financially involved in any way, really. And um, with Billaway coming through to do it, something that Patrick Mullins has wanted to do for, I would say, for his whole career and something that has eluded him in the past, especially on this horse. Um, they came and did it. I do feel for wing leader backers because, oh my word, at the last you were home, but you're never home. Yeah, poor old Barry O'Neill, like that, that, that discorama now he's, and, and wing leader that he's been caught yep. on the line and, and it's a horrible place to be. He still doesn't have a Cheltenham Festival winner for such a, a brilliant amateur. Uh, he's good enough. He's as good as any of them and it was a superb ride on wing leader and the wing leader jumped the last like he was full of it so oh, he you, did. you understand why he kicked uh, it's a long bloody way though it's not quite even, entry even, but it's a long way he still back his last few yeah he only went from the end he went from the very last hundred yards so he, he nearly timed it to perfection but just the way Bill Away finished last year as well he, he just loved that hill and there was just enough rope there but not one moment in that race that I think Bill Away was going to win no. No. no and he made so many mistakes as he often does in the race and it catches him out and he gets caught too far behind but 
Now, geez, Patrick had a willing partner. And I I would argue, and I don't know them, so I can't ask them, but uh, Patrick and Willie would be happiest most with that result of the whole week. Oh, massively. It's the so trophy. He won a champion chase and everything. The but trophy they want. The yeah. trophy is ridiculous. It's crazy for uh, a fox hunter. Means everything. Gold Cup is something like an egg cup. And then you've got this massive thing. Um, and he really wanted it. And look, it's uh, I wouldn't be... Um, Thing, but something does though. It's not right. I don't think that Willie Mullins can train a winner. Well, we were saying this before the race on the course. Like it's mad that Willie Mullins can even throw one in here, and he's been trying so desperately hard to win it. Maybe stop now. Yeah, it's just for for a race like that. You don't Willie Mullins. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's a. No, certain, I got gotcha. I think there should be a certain threshold for the amount of um, winners that a train that a, a trainer can have on the track or something like that. This this was meant to be the farmers race, really. Of you course, know what I mean? yeah, of course. It's now. Um, it's now the likes of Paul Nichols as one of the few times Willie Mullins obviously got, has gone very close. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it doesn't sit right with me anyway. No, okay, I hear you. I can't disagree either. Uh, the Mayor's Chase was up next and again, a right was wronged, I would say, from last year with LMA coming through under a wonderful Mark Walsh. Why? Because another horse that perhaps looked beaten um, two or three from home was LMA and uh, she came through with a power pack finish to deny, I think it's Paul Nichols' his pink legend and Scarlet and Dove for Joseph in uh, third place. But it was uh, redemption almost for LMA after last year, I thought. For both of them. Um, yep. Mark Walsh last season would have got a small bit of abuse really for that ride uh, when he kept... Yeah, you can understand it. He kept Colreve yeah. in, yeah. He he really helped her cause but the, he just, yeah, it was a power-packed ride. He had her in the right place and then he just wasn't going to lose. He, he he just wasn't accepting it. She she's a wonderful mare, and that the amount of effort she has to go to to um to actually win the race is just phenomenal. Uh, because her she's so small that just a little thing, just, yeah. It takes a lot of effort out of her. You can see it. So for her to come true like that, it's just phenomenal. And uh, yeah, that was that that was one of the the best rides of the week, really. Someday for fancied horses, LMA, uh, I would assume, bringing up a few quid for a few people, hopefully so. Uh, we got on to the Martin Pipe now. We were getting very excited, Demo, at this point, because obviously we fancied Vauban, we fancied State Man, and then we were looking forward to... You know, I hate coming to the last race at Cheltenham, though, yeah, thinking that this is, this is the one. I've never got out of the last race. Ever. No, <laughs> always something goes drastically it wrong. It's a great week for me, or... It- just nothing yet. You like to be home and dry though by yeah. that point. And unfortunately, you know, we were obviously on adamantly um, chosen. Adamantly chosen, yeah. And Langadan. And Langadan's race was ended very quickly, which although the Skeletons would have been very happy with West Cork's run, they would have been very happy with Protectorat's run, but they're not they're not scoring a goal. And Langadan was punted off the boards in the finale and, and brought down early on. The winner, of course, was another one for Joseph and Mark McDonough this time. Bambridge at 12 to 1, Cobbler's Dream back in second at 12s, Hologrames ran well at 9 to 2, and Freedom to Dream, a big run from the Fahi horse as well at 20 to 1, was the final four there. It's always carnage. Yeah, it was always carnage. Poor old Langerdam being brought down like that. Uh, Dan Skelton had a week that he, I'd say he was very happy that it was over. Um, just just kind of hit, hit, hit the kind of minor side of the crossbar a few times, and that was obviously just brutal. Yeah, two out because I'd had an antipost double uh, for quite a while on State Man and Adamantly chosen two out. I thought God. We're, Richie we're, was Richie Deegan was travelling. We're home he? and holes, and then mm. yeah, he just found absolutely nothing. A great win from Bambridge. I looked at jockey um, Mark McDonough. Yeah, first win over fences at the Dublin Racing Festival. On, wow. Yeah, on uh, Birchdale. Okay. And then he comes here and does this on, on Bambridge. An unbelievable way to announce yourself to the world and um, a really super jockey. And yeah, it's a, man going places perhaps. Um, and uh, yeah, Joseph on the board there in the last two winners for Joseph this week as well with Brazil. No. Yeah, his horse actually ran very well. They did? Scarlet Dove as well, so yeah. Oh, Scarlet Dove ran a yeah. huge race in the race just before that. And um, 
There was a good spread of trainers all week, Damo. It was a bit of a theme, wasn't it, with the British uh, runners all going... I'd say... We'd have to say they were, they went definitely a bit better than most people thought, especially after last year's carnage with Ireland winning everything. Um, performance of the day on day four? Uh, Vauban, I think. Uh, Vauban or April Tard, but yeah, probably... Oh, no. Yeah, April Tard was just... The Gold Cup was Sorry, a special victory. lens by Gold Cup. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. April Tard and the fact that Rachel finally got her uh, her Gold Cup as well. Um, yeah. Another yeah, redemption it. moment because last year she picked the wrong horse. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So a Plutard, I'd have to agree. I thought Vauban was very good, um, but yeah, Plutard to go and win a Gold Cup uh, by fifteen lengths in the manner and the style that Plutard did it, on. And, uh, and questioning a few people were questioning, I, including myself, about whether you know she wanted a battle. Um, sorry, not Rachel. Obviously, she's she's more naval. <laughs> but Aplutard wanted a battle in the finish, and, and actually too good to even have to get involved in one. Yeah, yeah. Skip so the way, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can you can move on from there. Okay, a really good final day to the Chantler Festival. Uh, let's talk about the week overall demo. I mean, Tuesday we had an absolutely monster performance from Constitution Hill. We saw Vauban today. Perhaps that is a champion hurdle feel for next year. That oh, with honeysuckle. Can you imagine? Yeah, it will be something else uh, to treat him. Uh, Vauban would definitely need to improve his jumping, but the way the way he travels through a race is phenomenal. He's actually going to be some sight in the flat, actually. He really is going to be For sure, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, the um, treat them, please God. And look, at, like if, uh, if Buckley does what he says he does and goes off to punch down with Constitution Hill against Honeysuckle, we might get it this season. But Will uh, Henry bother? I don't know if they need to. Like I don't know either, no. But she, if, I, if I was there on a Honeysuckle, I'd be going, yeah, good luck. We'll watch she was flat enough a punch down last year. But yeah, you might just want to kind of defend the crown once more, I suppose. Maybe so. I mean, there's nothing to lose, have they? They've won everything that there is out there. But I don't know if you want to go and get pumped by the Supreme Novice Hurdle with her at Punchestown to put on the CV. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he they still just... still has to give her seven pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah he I does. Yeah. A big ass, a big ass. Honeysuckle only does what she needs to do. Um, other performances on that day, I thought Statler's was a grade one performance in the National Hunt Chase. I thought Brazil doing punters on Gaelic Warrior was also a very smart horse. They're probably two very good ones at the front of the Boodles. Uh, Marie's Rock, Nick the Mares, I was very happy with that. And Alan King got back on the board, I think, after eight six Cheltenham runners and I've probably got that number wrong but it's something like something that something like that yeah since Oxyzandra won the Ryanair no it seems a long time ago AP McCoy yeah no the uh, he never uh, went away he's won grade what, he's won group tra- oh, yeah. ones he's won group ones on the flats since the spread of trainers has been absolutely brilliant uh, yeah. for the whole festival and it, it really was great to see on, until today when William Owens just decided he was going to unleash uh, his full wrath on Cheltenham ah, the press week cup was never really in doubt but no. at, le- at least it you know, had a murmur of maybe extra time yeah. required uh, it didn't happen uh, we move on to the Wednesday just to do a quick review here uh, favourite backers were off to a flying start with Sir Gerhard who was very very good they made the right choice in the Ballymore um, then of course one of the heart- most heartbreaking moments for me of the week demo was that Brave Man's game was withdrawn as I was walking down the steps to go and get a look at him yeah of course of course, of course. That, that wasn't good but look Lon Pressy uh he undid a stat, I can't remember the three horses, but only three horses have won that race after not having ran over three miles before, and then they, they all went on to win Gold Cups. So uh, That's one to bear in mind. Lawn Press is quite interesting now going forward, yes. Oh, definitely. And, and Venetia, of course, had a, a, had a brilliant week, actually. Lots and lots of horses ran well for her, including, obviously, a 40-1 winner in a handicap. Uh, Commander of Fleet, one of our old pals, Thermo, managed to land the Coral Cup, uh, which turned to a three-miler on absolutely bottomless ground. So uh, good luck if anyone kept any kind of faith there. We'd all dismissed uh, Commander of Fleet a while back. And Nergemin then won... Well, you know, these champion chases keep falling apart, Demo. Yeah, unfortunately. Look, he was brilliant. Outstanding. He was. He was. A very good horse. He every accolade. Um, he destroyed a very, very good field. 
But yeah, we just don't seem to. Thank God Ascot happened, um, because otherwise you'd be looking at again another time. We never really found out who was better between Defi Desai, Altior, and um, Shekin for Swat because it just yeah. never happened. And yeah. thank God this this has happened once. It might happen again at Punchestown, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a disappointing race in the end, really. And look, you can call it one-one, but I call it kind of like. 0.75 to 0.25 yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know you've got to go on bad ground if you're going to be an absolute champion and Shishkin did not do a tap um, there was booing on the course in the following race term which I don't think I've ever seen at Cheltenham since I think I mentioned this on the podcast the other day uh, Top C's winning a handicap after there was a load of uh, skullduggery going on but Delta Work Jack Kennedy cold as eyes doesn't give a damn uh, when he got Tiger Roll beat in the cross country yeah, he showed more personality than he ever has before. Really, he did. Jack. Yeah, he yeah, loved he just, it, didn't he? He was absolutely giving it back to the crowd, plenty. Fair yeah, play. it was very strange. Um, I really enjoyed Chelham this week, but yeah, the, the crowd's becoming kind of football esque. It's kind of weird. Um, it's nothing like I remember, and I've been at Cheltenham since nineteen eighty nine, and not missed many. And uh, it's nothing like it. No, was. no, no. Completely even, different. Even before the last race, now today there, there was football chants going across the stadium. It was crazy, and it's just weird. Yeah, um, it's become a drinking festival. It's almost it's almost a concert atmosphere, and um, it's not something I enjoy as a purist. But there are plenty of people having a good time. Yeah, I, I, the crack is great. Uh, but yeah, the Thursday crowd up until the booing did. It was quite good. There was. Uh, that was only Wednesday. That was only Wednesday. Sorry, was Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Clapping the horses, get back up, and everything else. You thought, all right, this is great, but yeah, sure. it does. It descends into the kind of football stuff. So, so yeah, it's um, the extra day. I tell them and everything else. I understand financially, they 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 more than likely need it. Have having looked at the jockey club, uh, maybe so reports, but it's uh, it's something that they they might just start losing the old purists as well. You know, I think they're going to lose a few racing fans. Now they're going to fill up the place anyway. I don't think it'll make any difference to them, but I think they're going to use lose a few absolute racing fans. Um, from this gig in the way that it's gone. I've got to give a shout out to Fryboy who landed the 40 to 1. He actually only returned 28s, but 40 to 1 global citizen for the Johnny Anderson <laughs> Grand Annual. Uh, Fryboy takes the race out, tips the prize, I'd say, from all the previews with that one. It's not hard, uh, but he lands it all right. Well done. Uh, you can, of course, catch him on bookmakers.co.uk. And then we saw an aeroplane. <laughs> Perhaps three aeroplanes, Dermo, while you retain your composure. Facil, Vega, American Mike and James's Gate, all very good. Uh, the son of Quivega is not bad. Not at all, no, Dean. Uh, really brilliant performance. Uh, the front four there, their Seabank Bristow as well. Yeah, ran a big race. They're all, they're all great at horses, definitely, in waiting. It just doesn't comfort you that, you know, Willie has all these horses coming down the line as well. And he probably has a few at home that haven't even ran the bumpers here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, you know, it is. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that really was a cracking bumper. And for all the waiting and everything else for it to happen, and then the favourite just sloshes up anyway. Um, superstar and a great week for Patrick Mullins. One of the best tweets of the week. You'll have to tell me who did it. Was it Ted Walsh Jr.? Ted Walsh Jr., yeah. Ted Walsh Jr., you're a good man. He lives where I live, of course, uh, just around the corner from Ratoth. And uh, he, called, he called out James and Fran- No, he called out Ed Chamberlain and Francesca Kamali for nearly calling in the RLNI yeah. to deal with the bumper because there was a bit of water on the track. Uh, these are horses, lads. Then, yeah, you know, they're, I'm sure they're able to run through a few puddles uh, as you would skip through them on your way out of Cheltenham on Wednesday. Uh, right, on to Thursday. Um, well, the Turners, which was billed as a match, was a match. It quickly became not a match. And then Bob Ollinger came through and won. Galloping de Champs could be the best horse we saw at the Cheltenham Festival this week. Yeah, he's an absolute phenomenal beast altogether. You know, you've got the, the two Gold Cup horses from this year and then you've got him arriving into them as well. Uh, I think they were saying that, that Bob didn't quite enjoy the soft ground as much He as definitely well. didn't look like he travelled like he would No, normally. but still, you're still... There was still too much between them. He be just out of the gap, like. did not expect no. it to have that pace. So yeah, no, it's an absolute phenomenal performance. And I know he fell, but... 
Willie Mullins and them can kind of lick their lips walking away going that he'd, he'd a soft fall he should learn an awful lot from it and uh, they have a machine on their hands really. Ah look they've got everything to look forward to while I think the drawing board might be out a little bit for Bob Ollinger yeah, because God, oh my god what yeah. do we do yeah. uh, maybe they'll find that champion chaser with Bob Ollinger you never know um, or a champion hurdler maybe you know. yeah I don't know I mean the options are open they've got a very good horse but my god they were put in their place uh, even though they came through of course to win uh, the 100 grand prize that it is for the Turners well wow, my god some consolation okay third win then another another um, big run from a Huey Morrison horse at Cheltenham and we were starting to see a few different um, trainers get into the mix of course uh, landed the next race the Potemps uh, Alaphilippe we've got to talk about heartbreak for Fergal O'Brien on the week I mean they went close twice didn't they with Imperial Alcazar as well um, still waiting yeah 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 the uh, poor devils I hope that they do do get that festival winner because they had to watch presenting's Percy flight up fly by them before as well uh, they will they will get that festival winner it will come for them and it will he is uh, getting bigger and stronger and better horses he's putting them in the right races I mean you yeah, can't go any close you know, mm, yeah. Noel Mead had to wait a long long time as well it, it is just one of those things unfortunately yep yep well they're in there pitching they'll be back next year no doubt Alaho was uh, sensational in a Ryanair but it's exactly what we thought we were going to do it's the reason why the Ryanair shouldn't be there yeah 100% yeah I'd love to have seen Alaho uh, go toe-to-toe in a Gold Cup. But I was cribbing, and I'm going to call myself out here, Chivy Park for the Envoy Allen, Alaho, and Aplutard placement, and they got it right. 100% right, yeah. Envoy Allen third. Other two wins, you can't uh, you can't fall that really, no. No, I can't fall that. And Envoy Allen what, finished third in the Chapman Chase. So. We start around a screamer as well. Like not that. so bad, yeah. not so bad. Fair play to them. I'm glad you don't listen to me. Um, on to the stayers. Uh, heartbreak time again for myself, Derma. But I have to hold my hat um, out to uh, Danny Mullins. That was the best ride of the Cheltenham Festival, I think. To stack them up when you're already in front. To have the calmness and the actual... Um, I would say the mental capacity coming to the last when you know the horse is going to hang to put both hands on one side of the rail. I think Ruby Walsh um, obviously explained this better than me being a jockey. But um, yeah, yeah, it's the best horse, but he had to have that ride to win and uh, he got a sensational ride from Dan. Oh yeah, no, he's a superb jockey. Sure, He's just brilliant. I've never seen a jockey improve as much as he has. It was a brilliant ride and uh, Gavin Cromwell's Shetland record is just phenomenal and uh, Danny Mullins now as well. He's just, yeah, he's turned himself into... One of the main jockeys in the world now, really. Yeah, and quite rightly so. And if you ever own a horse that needs to be ridden from the front, I think you only need to make one phone call and just pray that he's available. He is the man for that. Uh, Gavin Cromwell didn't miss with too many darts this week. They all ran big, big races. And of course, uh, that syndicate will have had some party winning uh, two stayers in a row. First since Big Butts. I believe, and all fair play to him. The Time Hill Aintree Project uh, rolls on. <laughs> Talk about that soon, I'm sure. Um, okay, Cool Coldy, an unbelievable performance to land the plate. And again, Fergal O'Brien, unfortunately, with Imperial Alcazar in behind. Cool Coldy's just one of those horses that runs all the time. I'd love to own that horse. My God, you get some sport out of that. Love Envoy landed the Ryanair Mayor's Novices for Harry Fry. Another trainer on the board, demo and... You, you won't see many more animated uh, trainers getting one over there because plenty of disappointment in the past. Yeah, no, it was brilliant. Um, Harry Fry's a top-class trainer. Great to see him back. And yeah, no, he was giving it socks. That was great to see. One of the better-named horses of the festival. A horse with no name was in second there. So yeah, uh, yeah 50 to 1, fair play. Grangy uh, running in third. And then the flute will win. Kim Muir went the way of Shambard. And I've already mentioned that Venetia uh, didn't miss with too many darts either this week. Also saddled in the third in that race. 40 to 1, uh, Shambard landing the Kim Muir. That was Cheltenham. 
demo. That was Cheltenham. I think we've talked about the best ride of the week. Best performance of the week is hard to split. Probably Aplutard and Constitution Hill, you think? Constitution Hill, Honeysuckle's right up there as well. Yeah, uh, it was. It was a good few months. Does Honey have to be at her best to win a champion hurdle anymore? Like, she... No, but we might not know next season. John Bond might not turn out to be much. Or, you know, yep. and then, like, there's, there's kind of all those, all those chances she's... In second was another champion hurdle winner, and she uh, she she buried her. It was great so. to see Epitant run such a big race because I think you were saying that that kind of legitimises her a little bit more. She's had Charger in behind, who's obviously a very good horse, not quite a champion hurdle winner, no, and Epitant no. is one. So and no allowance given to Epitant. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, it was a monstrous performance, but uh, Constitution Hill definitely I I would have as the performance of the week. It was just freakish. And to, it uh, did leave us in awe on the lawn, didn't it, on day yeah, one? And yeah. it was the very first race of the week, so you're like, oh, what was that? Yeah, no, it was a monstrous performance. Mm. And it, it's just one of those things where you just look at it and just you really are just completely awestruck. And uh, I just hope now, please God, that Michael Buckley and uh, Nicky Henderson have a horse who will stay sound for them because, yeah, he, he will go to the very top. And uh, we have a Demon and Cato era, perhaps, with Manila Indo and Apluta, one each. Yeah, Galvin Deschamps coming along. On the outside of them, I'd say there you wouldn't be confident. Of, Galloping's of, long run in the yeah, in the, in, yeah, in the wing be, mirror. You wouldn't be confident, maybe, of the two of them hanging on as much as possible. But yeah, no, look, next season really does. Don't forget Brave Man's game. Brave Man's game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> you uh, didn't mean that. Yeah, no, I can feel that. I can feel yeah, it. You got long press. Exactly. Brave yeah. Man's game as well. yeah, yeah. But look, every time we're here with this with the Gold Cup, thinking, oh wow, next year could be unbelievable. So we'll end up with Galvin is six there. to four favorite in yeah, a five runner field. Yeah. Let's pray that doesn't happen. Look, I've really enjoyed Cheltenham Festival with everyone. Thank you to all our listeners from the race hour, of course. Thank you as well to our sponsors, fans. Bet it's been a it's been a glorious kind of twelve week running to the festival, and then we get here in four days, and you realize just how tough it is yeah. uh, to call it in advance. Of course, we had the Wednesday washout, but we did have some spectacular performances. I hope everyone enjoyed the Cheltenham Festival. We're going to take a little break aren't we done when we're back for Punchestown Aintree and Fairy House but in between now and then uh, we both wish you well we most certainly do